This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 90 Nation or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we're going to get ourselves right now out to uh, Arizona because uh, our next guest is in Arizona covering the Super Bowl, Mr. Elliot Shore Parks. What's up, Elliot? What's going on, guys? How you guys doing? It's all good, man. Super. So you're there. We're yes. not. We've got some feedback, and Seltzer will have to work on that during this conversation. But in the meantime, Jack Elliot. Jack Fritz down there is supposed to be engineering this. So, Jack, you know, work on the, the echo we got here. Yeah, because if not, we're going to hang up on you. You're going to call us back on a cell phone really soon, Elliot. Uh, tell us what you've seen so far that we haven't been able to see. What's standing out to you? Yeah, I mean, so having been at the 2017 Super Bowl, I think this feels much, much more like a Super Bowl. I, you know, it's warm outside. People are walking around. Ton of Eagles fans. A uh, ton of Super Bowl events. You can really feel like the entire downtown has just been completely overtaken by the event. And honestly, early on, by Eagles fans. There is a lot, a lot more Eagles jerseys that I'm seeing than Chiefs jerseys. Uh, in 2017, it was cold. It was in the mall. It didn't have, like, that same feeling. Mm. Just my initial impression of being here is it really feels like, you know, they're in the Super Bowl, and you can really feel that being in the city. All right, give us a percentage breakdown. Doesn't surprise me more Eagles than Chiefs fans. 65-35, 70-30, what are we looking at? I'll say early on in my first 24 hours, I would say a 70-30 maybe. And if I had to nice. go up, I'd go 80-20 before I'd go 60-40. Wow, that's a big difference. So how do you prepare for media day? Are you planning some extra spicy questions? Because that's normally what players get. Yeah. Well, I think what I'm most excited for is just seeing how the players react to, to the moment tonight, right? I mean, I get a chance to talk to these guys all the time, you know, in the locker room and talk to Nick, obviously, at press conferences. So, for me, I'm just excited to see, you know, Jordan Mailata up on stage tonight, how Nick Sirianni handles it. I mean, if you think about it, the time Sirianni has been in front of the whole league and, like, the whole kind of sport, sports world watching – might have been the introductory press conference, right? He certainly has won big games since then. But in terms of just everybody talking about Nick and how he handled himself, that's probably the last time. So I think Nick is really well set up to uh, show his personality tonight, to have fun with it. So for me, it's not so much about the questions I'll ask tonight. I'm just excited to to watch the, the madness and see how the Eagles handle it. Well, let's go with that on Nick here, Elliot. That's an interesting point. Um, gut feeling, do we get the super animated, quirky, Sirianni that we've now really grown to know or do you think he goes in a more measured approach on the national stage um I think maybe early on he'll try to be measured but just knowing Nick knowing the excitement he'll feel of being at the Super Bowl I mean I think that is one thing about Nick he 
he's obviously loves football, and just seeing him around the past week, he is very excited to be in the Super Bowl. So I think when he gets to media night tonight, he might try early on to do the whole, yeah, I'm just a head coach. But I think when he gets fun questions and when, you know, there's like he's asked to do things, there is no chance he won't be the animated Nick. And I think that's who he should be. I think a really good quality about Nick that we've all learned in Philly over the last two years is he will be himself. And I think that's his best quality in a way as a head coach. So I hope that's what he does tonight. And uh, if he does, I think uh, he, he'll do really well and people will see a much different Nick than they saw at the first press conference. Elliot, being there right in the midst of it, is there any scuttlebutt uh, as it pertains to the head coaching vacancies and our coordinators? Yeah, so it's very still early on, I would say. Uh, you know, again, there's a lot of fans and stuff here, but in terms of league people coming down and all that, th those people don't normally come down until Wednesday. So not a lot of discussion, I would say, uh, about those early on. But, look, obviously it's a huge deal if Eagles can hold on to their coordinator. So it, it clearly game's the most important thing. But, th yeah, this week and what happens, it'll be big to see if they can hold on to Steichen. How much is the experience that Andy Reid brings, how much of an advantage is that for the Chiefs? So I don't really know if it's a huge advantage uh, for a couple reasons. One, I know Nick has never coached in a Super Bowl, but Howie and the staff were here five years ago. Uh, obviously, Jeffrey, you know, obviously the owner was there, Don. Like, they, they are used to they, – they have gone through this. They can tell Nick what to expect. They can use the, the time they went through it to know, uh, okay, this is a good schedule to have. Or just a heads up, this is going to be something that's going to surprise you. So I think Nick will be well prepared. But I also think that if you, you talk about experience – Andy is not a great game day head coach, and Nick has proven to be that. So I think any of the experience that uh, Andy might have is kind of evened out by the fact that we've seen it here in Philly, right, that he, on game days he, he can make mistakes, and Nick mm. ha has not. So I wouldn't say it's a huge advantage. Elliot, we're talking a lot today about if we're taking the Chiefs lightly around here. I mean, nobody is picking Kansas City, and many think it's going to be a, a kind of a, uh, I don't want to call it a blowout, but a, a comfortable win. Do you think people are taking the Chiefs lightly? So I think the Eagles have earned the right for people to feel confident in them. They've been a great team this year. They've won big games. But there is no question in my mind, people are taking this Chiefs team way too lightly. I mean, I think mm -hmm. there's a good chance the Chiefs win the game, let alone the Eagles win by double digits. This Chiefs team has the best offense that this defense will face by a mile. They have a really good pass-blocking offensive line. They had the second-best pass rush in the league this year. Their secondary was fourth in yards allowed per pass attempt. Like, I, I know that the Chiefs have weaknesses for sure, and the Eagles might be, might be the better overall team, but sometimes it's pretty simple. The Chiefs have the better head coach and the better quarterback, and ultimately that's kind of how games are decided. So the Eagles could win it, but, yeah, I think the overconfidence is, uh, is, is uh, probably not warranted. How confident are you when you pit Jonathan Gannon against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? Not confident, but I would say that for any defensive coordinator. I think any defense going up against this Chiefs offense is in for a, a tough day. I mean, even when this Chiefs offense has a bad game, they're still in the, the mid-20s, right? So if you're going into this game and saying, well, Gannon needs to shut down or even you know come close to shutting down this offense, that's asking a ton. I mean, I know that they lost Tyree Kill, but when you look at the offensive stats, they're almost number one in the league in everything. I mean, even running the ball, which people are like, well, they can't run the ball. They're 11th in the league in yards per attempt. They just don't run the ball. They just don't run it a ton because they don't have to. But they've been able to throw it on pretty much everybody. So, yeah, I mean, look, this Eagles defense is good. The pass rush is very good. The secondary is good. But it's an offensive league, and it's Patrick Mahomes. So, no, I, I would not have confidence that any defense can go into a game and shut down this offense. Elliot, we'll know more as this week goes on, but what's your sense on some injured Kansas City players and their availability? 
So that that is a big question, and I think could ultimately end up kind of deciding where this game lies. Uh, the Chiefs' secondary, they have two rookies starting at corners that have had decent years, but then their best corner is Snead. And, you know, he was listed as questionable. Um, I believe it's with a concussion, so you would think he's going to play. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, that that's the big one to me. As far as the receivers, uh, they don't have great receivers, so if they were to not have Juju Smith-Schuster, that would be – Certainly, it would impact the game. But ultimately, I think they move the ball because of the scheme. They move it because of Patrick Mahomes, and they move it because of Travis Kelsey. So if they have to put other receivers in there, I, you know, I th- still think they'll be able to move the ball. To me, the big one is Snead. They need Snead to play on defense if, uh, if the Chiefs are going to win. All right, Elliot, uh, tonight, media day, if you can, just take us inside that from a scheduling standpoint. What exactly does it involve? And then just lay out for the audience what's up ahead this week. How does it work? What's the timing of things? Yeah, so tonight uh, is media night. Uh, and you know, for people that aren't aware of it, basically it's a massive circus. There'll be all types of media outlets. They'll ask all types of crazy questions. Players will put on you know, masks and do dances and stuff like that. So it's going to be uh, a real scene tonight uh, when they do that. I believe that starts at 8 o'clock for the Eagles Eastern time. And then the Chiefs will be an hour later after that. So they'll both go tonight. And then from there, the Eagles pretty much will be at their team hotel, which is about 45 minutes outside of all the Super Bowl craziness. Uh, They'll try to have a normal week in terms of practice schedule. But after Thursday, Thursday is the last time we talk to them. Friday, Saturday, there's nothing. Uh, And then obviously the game's on Sunday. So only a few more days of access and, you know, talking to the team before they, they, they play in the game. My recollection, Elliot, and maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but you just referenced, you know, Eagles for an hour, Chiefs for an hour. I thought five years ago there was a stretch where Foles and Brady were on the stage at the same time. Am I remembering that wrong? And is there a moment tonight, your understanding, where Hurts and Mahomes overlap? Yeah, so you are right. Foles and Brady were on the stage together uh, back in 2017. Um, I would assume they're going to do it again. I haven't paid super close attention to the last few media nights, but you would think it's something they're going to do. And to, to your point, so the Eagles go, and then there's like an hour in between, and so maybe that's where it'll happen, and then the Chiefs go. But, yeah, I think there will be a chance tonight to see Mahomes, Hurts, and, and look, Andy and Nick on the stage at the same time wow. as well. So yeah. That's wild. They should have Doug Peterson moderate it. Yeah, yeah. it'd be interesting to see how he feels about that one, yeah. Uh, Elliot, stay well. I know you'll be on our show a bunch uh, this week, and we look forward to it. Of course, John and Ike broadcasting from from out there in Arizona starting at 2 o'clock today. Great stuff. Thanks, Elliot. Yep, talk to you guys soon. All right, good stuff right there with Elliot Shore Parks.